My name is Sif Morris, Morris, and this is this weekend car audio. Tune in, tune in, tune in, This weekend car audio, audio. Tune in, tune in, What we talking about, bass? Talking about chips, talking about rings. You ain't got them, zip your lip. You got a problem? You ever found? Check your grounds. The show about to start. Start. Tune in, tune in, tune in, tune in. Welcome to This Week in Car Audio with your host, the judge, Doug Stockton, internet sensation, movie star, video game mogul, uh, Vegas trouncer, Mr. Jeffrey (laughs) Fernandez. Yeah, that's a new one. (laughs) I know. Well, you were all over Vegas last week, so. Just having a little fun. Yes, you were. Uh, playing blackjack in the pool and all that oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. That was my first time. And how did it turn out for you? So, okay, we we won some money, and then we were like, okay, let's go. And we, we had all these chips, and we're like, so, what are we going to do? We're just going to walk throughout the pool with chips in our hands. And, okay. you know, so I think that kind of led to, like, let's just let it ride. Let it ride every hand, every hand, oh. and then. We ended up uh, losing it all, but uh, it was pretty fun. I think that's how they get you. They're like, you know, so you're going to walk around with these chips in your hands or put them in your pockets while you're swimming. And they're like, no, they're just going to let them play. So that's kind of what happened. But it was fun. It was a, it was a good experience. <laughs> so, so how far north have you been, Jeffrey, in the United uh, what States? Do you mean? Have you done any stereo competition? I know you did some stuff in Idaho. Um, yeah. Where else have um, you gone? Man, that's probably uh, the furthest north, probably uh, Idaho, uh, Utah area. Uh-huh. Okay. Man, yeah. I, I would like to go to uh, Canada when um, Ray does his uh, finals there. Yep. He, yep, hasn't, yep. he hasn't given me an invite yet, so I'm just waiting. All right. Uh, right <laughs> now in the chat, we got uh, Jose Ramos, Tom Selleck, Melissa THF. Uh, she, so Melissa, dude, she's got a car. I'm just saying it's designed for um, for the new class um, freestyle Cycle? freestyle oh, freestyle nice. absolutely oh, nice. for freestyle. Um, we got uh, Mario Perella in the chat, uh, Rosa Espinosa. So you know, team uh, team Space for Base Rosita. She's actually one of the sponsors. Team Space for Base is one of the sponsors for World Finals. Um, so anyway, so. Uh, a couple weeks ago, we're you know we have the judges chat and all that, and um, uh, Wyatt pops in and says, "Hey, I think we have a new world record." I said, "What class?" And he goes, "It looks like demo wall." I said, "Jose's not going to be happy about that." <laughs> <laughs> so our guest this week, Team DC Lucas, doing uh, he is the current world record holder for. Demo Wall Cyclone. How's it going, Lucas? Uh, it's going great. How are you doing? Just fine, just fine. So um, before we get into, well, let's start. Let's start at the end and work our way around. So, <laughs> right. um, so what was your record, and what did you DB uh, frequency song that kind of thing? Um, so I used a song called Sub Destruction. 
by okay. Got Ghosted Music. You know, <laughs> okay. seems uh, appropriate for the name. Uh, the DBs was a uh, 58.4, which really surprised me. Uh -huh. So, um, I, I'm running a uh, 8DC level six 18s on four Pitbull 20Ks. Okay. At 180 amp hours of C-Max, and they're all at 0.5 on the amps, so I had to start out low. Came out way low. Came out at 151.9, uh -huh. and uh, somehow managed to get it up there. You know, it was just fun time. You know, yeah, it's okay. Cyclone. Gotta have fun. Yep, Jose's sitting here watching in the chat. He says uh, he's happy. The back and forth is way more fun. So. Um... I, I tend I agree. to agree with them. Yeah, I, I, I agree. agree too. Agreed. I mean, you know, uh, <laughs> if you're not pushed, you tend to get stale, right? So that that's what typically happens in some of these classes. Some people, um, you know, they get, whoa, that's I've never seen before. I, don't know, I opened up something in my computer I've never seen. That's probably not uh. good. No. <laughs> <laughs> I just had something pop up at the same time. Oh, <laughs> did you? <laughs> yeah. Oh. Um, anyway, uh, as we get started here, once again, we like to thank our sponsors of today's event. Today's event, uh, or today's show is brought to us by Stolman Transport LLC and lots of watts. Uh, so if you guys want those, uh, we only have a couple more days. If you guys purchase a hat, a shirt, a hoodie, whatever, um, he donates money to the West Coast finale, which, uh, right now we have $1,135 added prize money to the event. Um, with the entries, I expect to see probably close to $3,000 I'm giving away for the day. So um, should be really nice. Uh, I, we're going to be over 2000 for sure. And like I said, it may exceed 3000 So uh, if you guys want to help, you know, uh, help us out, 10% of any transport booked through uh, Stolman Transport LLC and mentioned the Sonic FX, uh, This Week in Car Audio, Twica, any of that, and you let them know that they, uh, he, you heard about it from here. Uh, same with the Lots of Watts. He'll donate more money to the prize fund. So, um, all right, guys. So, uh, with that, so uh, what was your total score? 158.4. Four. Four. So, that was your yes. final score. And what did you say you come out at? 151.9. Uh, 151.9. So let that be a lesson for some of you guys because Jose does something very similar. I'm just saying. I think he's trying to warm up his subwoofer so they don't blow up in the first 10 seconds. Uh, is that is that the secret? Um, well, it did help me maintain voltage. Uh, so if I would have come out the gate at a mid-57, then I probably would have been around 14 volts due to my reserve. Mm. But because yeah. I came out lower, which I meant to come out a little higher, but uh, I only dropped from 15.5 on the 180C max down to about 14.9. Okay. So easing easing off the start so it doesn't dump that first initial reserve mm -hmm. helped me maintain for the longer run. Okay. So uh, the equipment you used, uh, what, SCAR Audio and Terra Amps? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> you didn't get him in trouble. I know. <laughs> He's trying. <laughs> now, um, I run a full DC build. Okay. You know, um, yeah, wire voice amps, voice speakers, uh, level 618s, pitbull amps. Okay, so a 20,000-watt pitbull lamp, uh, for those yeah. who don't know what that is. Uh, what? How many of those uh, pitbulls do you have? I have four pitbulls at half ohm each. 
Okay. So the thing I've heard about the pit bulls uh, from their inception is if you get one that works really well, they are almost bulletproof. They work really well and real consistently. So you must have a good batch or did you have you had to replace them? Because there were a lot, a handful of people that had to replace them, you know? Um, no replacements, but okay, some repairs. Um, okay. They had to work out had to work out some kinks with the build house. Okay. Yeah. I had they, earlier they did. Ones. They yeah. did. Yeah. And, and that's real common when you're when you're going to the high end of the amps, right? I mean, like the uh, um, the Crossfire 16K when it first came out, it wasn't what it is today. I mean, today it's a badass, nice, solid amp, right? It definitely wasn't that when it first came out. The Pitbull wasn't that when it first came out. And, and that's just when you're on the edge of technology, it's difficult to come up with something that works perfect right out of the gate, you know? Oh, yeah. So, and not saying that they, that uh, the ones that first came out didn't work great, uh, but some of them didn't. And that was, you know, that's a, that's a build house issue that you guys have to, that all, all manufacturing has to work out. So, um, so you are running uh, all DC, 100%. You even have DC sound, de sound deadener? I do. <laughs> Me, I got it in my car too. Nice. Have you, have you met Rusty? Have you met Rusty before? I have not yet. Um, oh, he was on the Justin show. Justin a couple times. Yeah, oh, I watched. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I missed the live, but I, I watched. Uh, uh, you watched it back. Recorded. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, so that's where you are now. Current world record holder. Um, and, and what what part of the country are you located in? So people, like, if you were going to do a show, what what area do you do your shows in and that kind of thing? Um, I'm in the Midwest. I'm in Chicago. I try to uh, get out to Wisconsin, um, Indiana, Michigan. I'd like to hit more places. Uh, this year wasn't really allowing me to. Okay. Mm -hmm. That's where I hear the accent. You got a little bit of a Wisconsin I accent, right? I I hope not. <laughs> it, it sounds I don't pretty know, to Chicago. me. It sounds like it. No, no, oh, it's it Chicago. Chicago. Okay. Chicago. Yeah, yeah I, I Chicago. grew up outside Chicago. Chicago. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, exactly, that's what it is. The Bears. <laughs> <laughs> is there a lot of shows out there in uh, that area? A lot of DB drive. No. No. Hmm. no um, I got to drive at a minimum of about an hour and forty-five minutes to get to one. Wow. In California, that's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> well you hit you hit rush hour over here and getting about 20 miles through the city is about two and a half hours uh, oh, he's man. never heard of the i5 <laughs> in la uh, oh i've heard of it or 405, yeah. 405 or the 55 or, <laughs> or up here the i the 101 or yeah. the 520 yeah no i've so been all through la oh have you yeah. Yeah. Uh, he was talking about Vegas. I lived there for a year as an amateur skateboarder and went to LA okay. on the weekend. Awesome. Oh, nice. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah, I was me, hanging out with a pro skater uh, this past, uh, well, a few days ago. Tony when I was Hawk. Up there. <laughs> that was a buddy of mine, uh, Chris Mendez. Peralta. He's out of uh, he's oh. out of Temecula area. So uh, oh, Mendez. Nice. That's not. I, I thought that was a pro BMXer named Mendez. Uh, I think there was, there is one. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, no. So I live 45 minutes or 45 miles from San Francisco and it takes me two hours and 45 minutes to get there. Jeez. So, uh, <laughs> so, so traffic is what traffic is, especially yep. in California. Um, you know, Kelly said the worst traffic. 
Yeah, L.A. is pretty <laughs> horrible. That's for sure. Um, so, okay, so that's the area you're in, Midwest, North. Uh, so how, how did you get your start? What, what, who inspired you? Where, where did this all come from? Well, you know, let's start there. So I never even went to an audio show until four or five years ago. I had a lot of, just like everybody, um, I'm 41, so late nineties. I had all kinds of mismatched systems. Didn't know what I was doing. Got away from audio. My younger cousin hit me up one day and he said, Hey, you know, you should put, you should put some bass in your ride. Uh -huh. I was like, you know, I've been missing it for a while. And he brought me this DC level three and he's like, I will hook you up super cheap on this. And it's all downhill from there. <laughs> put one twelve in, and then next thing you know, it's two twelves, four fifteens. You know, I tried uh, another two twelves, four inch coils. Within two years, I had a wall. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not how it works. <laughs> I went from a single twelve, and then I hit a uh, my first one sixty two years later on four uh five blv threes with cracked baskets and all kinds of issues on 10k in a flat wall what kind of car uh 2015 scion tc little hatchback oh okay uh sam dunn said he got to see your very first cyclone run ever <laughs> yeah That's yeah cool. he did <laughs> okay so so what was actually the first first audio you ever put in a vehicle first audio i ever put in a vehicle yep um uh, it was uh is actually a fosgate uh power punch dvc okay i got it off of my buddy it was like i want to say 97 98 okay and, and just in a prefab box something you didn't know how to build box so you just built a square thing to put it in <laughs> looking back i'm sure it was a prefab because i got the box from him too oh okay yeah, and if I remember right, oh, that speaker went fast, too, because if I remember <laughs> right, it was bridged on an old Fosgate 1100A2. Okay. I don't even know what ohm mode, because I didn't know any of that back then. Yeah. <laughs> Just, hey, it sounds louder when I hook it up this yeah, way. Yeah, uh, this <laughs> way. <laughs> I, I remember learning that. Uh, I So I used to hook up a realistic 15 that I would take from my car into my bedroom. And All right. um, when I hook it up, I'm like, dude, this is how you wire it because it's way louder that way. <laughs> I have no idea what ohm load it was. Um, I don't know what ohm load my stereo in my house wanted. <laughs> I just know it was louder <laughs> if I hooked it up this way. Yeah. Yep. For the first three years, the only thing I knew was parallel. Parallel. Um, there you go. Let's yeah. drop that ohm load. Yeah, dropping it. <laughs> drop it, drop it. Uh, Moses hit me up, and I forgot to hit him up uh, back, but um, he was asking about he needs to peer, uh, series parallel some subwoofers. So he's got four drivers. He wants to um, turn it into two conductors, and he's looking for a half ohm. So I was like, well, you can series parallel it, and I was describing it to him, but I think he needs a drawing because um, discussing, discussing series parallel uh, to somebody that understands it is super easy. But to somebody that's going, huh, uh, a little more difficult. Well, how many woofers does he have? Like four uh, dual voice coils, one ohm each, and he's looking yeah. for half ohm. So I was uh, telling okay, him that, that that'll get me confused still. <laughs> no, so so you just wire each each uh, subwoofer to half ohm, 
and then you series bring them. Yeah, right. You series them to half ohm. Yeah. Then you parallel them back down to or um, no no no. So you're gonna yeah series them to half ohm, parallel them to one ohm, and then that's one set. Then you take the other set and do the same thing, and then you uh, so you series goes up, parallel goes down. So you're gonna and then so you're gonna um, parallel them at the amp, and there you go, my almighty half ohm. Series on the sub and parallel up. Yes. Series if anybody stuff. ever needs a picture, um, so it helped me out a ton when my cousin got me back into audio. The okay. 12volt.com. You can put in your amount of subwoofers, and it'll tell you wiring options with the end result of the ohm load mm -hmm. and diagrams of it, too. Oh, I knew there was a website for it, but I didn't know what it was. Yeah. Um, I use the uh, Ultimate Car Audio app. I have and it's one worth on it. I think it was like I forgot how much it was, but used the Pro One, and it, it it has all of that information. Some of you guys who know about it uh, <laughs> know about the Ultimate Car Audio app. That's what I use. Built, built my first box ever off of it. Oh, so, there you go. So, do you know the person that uh, designed and runs that app? No. Nope. Is it somebody we know? Or oh, I I don't know. That's why I was kind of hoping it was somebody we know. <laughs> That'd see. be a great guest to have on here. Explicit coding, it says. Okay. Well, I mean, we can always hit them up. Um, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. So, um, anyway, so uh, with the World Finals coming up, are you going to be able to make that, Mr. Lucas? Yes, I am. Um, I'm all paid up for finals. Haven't been sent the invite, but I'm sure. I'm hoping it's coming. It, it, <laughs> oh, yeah. The, you're right. The season's still going. Yeah. yeah. So, so, after next week, they'll start sending out invites. So... Um, first, they're gonna look at people that already have them. And, you know, they'll probably start this weekend before the weekend happens and start putting them together, and then they'll start batching them out as as it comes. Um, I Jose was talking about coming to World Finals too, so nice. it'd be really cool to see Jose show up out there at World <laughs> Finals. I'm just saying. Oh, there's. Uh, I hope he does, man. I, I got a lot of respect for him. Uh, mm -hmm. I know, I I know what he has in there. And yeah. I don't think I can keep up, but I'm gonna try to. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, and, and I mean, ultimately, you guys are competitors, but once again, you have a shared desire to be loud and low. And what's gonna happen is you guys are gonna compete, but at the end of the day, you guys are more than likely just gonna swap demos, and maybe yep. go out have a beer together or whatever. You know. Oh yeah. So. Oh yeah. That's how it should be, anyways. You know. Yeah. I, I'd be the first guy if he needed somebody to come push on a panel or do something. You know. Um. Granted, it's cyclone. I, I don't know how all that is with that because typically <laughs> nobody touches anything. But. Yeah. You know. Uh. I. I'd be the first person to help someone. If they right. beat me, then they earned it. You know. And not meaning it that way, but they put a lot of hard work in, and they have a great coach. Jose says, uh, "World Finals. My boss didn't give me the time off. He owns no. his own stereo shop. <laughs> <laughs> so if the boss don't give him time off, uh, that's his fault. <laughs> you better He's yell a, at your boss, Jose. Doing it to himself. That's right. <laughs> um, so okay. So uh, so what got you into the stereos is your. You said your cousin, right?" Yep, he yep, came over true. with a DC level 312. All right. 
Okay, so then yeah. um, how did you hear about your first stereo competition? Um, I should go? say he rekindled the flame, uh, okay. and, and he helped push it. Uh, my cousin also. He brought me to my first stereo competition in Indiana. It was held by uh, Frost and Boss Lady J. Okay. Um, Frost, Kelvin Hawkins. Um, but yeah, like I went there, and uh, everybody there, the the crowd in this area is so amazing. I went there not really knowing anything with a box that I built that morning. Okay. And uh, went competed. Everybody was helpful. You know, they even took me to the side and they're like, "Hey, try doing this and this." And, mm -hmm. Yeah, they, it, I was hooked. Did, did the meter hurt your feelings? <laughs> no, I didn't know any better. Uh, okay. Uh, well, I, so just just people know, you know, some guys come out to show, oh yeah, I'm all of 150. All I'm, dude, I'm gonna kill this. I'm a, I'm a solid 150. And they get out there and they go, bam, 144. <laughs> just, um, you know. I look back and I'm pleasantly surprised with what it did. Uh, okay. so it was that same car, that little hatchback. I had those same 15s that I got the 60 on with the crest, cracked baskets, all that DDM five, nowhere near enough voltage. Uh, that day I hit a 53. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, on Next a day I hit a 55. Um, it was a Yusaki kick burp. Okay. So, uh, yeah. for DB drag, that would be a freestyle similar, same setup. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, looking back, I was happy with that. It was, uh, I had no idea what I was doing for the most part. Yeah, so. That's a good starting point, 53s. Yeah. <laughs> not everybody gets there right off. Definitely not off the bat. So that's a mm -hmm. great, great, great starting point. <laughs> and so uh, was that the Frost Off show that uh, Jeremy Weber used to do? Uh, it was a Team Monster Battle Zone. Oh, okay. Yeah, the, the guy hosting it, his nickname was Frost. Got you. Okay, yeah, because, you know, up in Wisconsin, they used to do a show called The Frost Off. So, supposedly the first show of the year, um, you know. So, I was just, uh, <laughs> so he said only 1,000 watts with your 153, huh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, the show after, I went to a show the next day and made some adjustments people talked about. Uh -huh. And uh, it was 5K clamped out of that DDM5. I hit a 55 in the kick. Okay. That, yeah. There you go. We we can't all be you, Sam. You know, <laughs> crazy <laughs> scores at one k. <1K. laughs> um, so okay, so that was that. Um, did you go to? Have you been to any world finals yet at all for any of the car audio stuff? This will be the first. This will be the first, huh? Um, yeah. What about the uh? So since you're going to be at a DB drag world final. So how did you get into DB drag or what was your first, uh, what, what was your introduction to DB drag? Introduction was, uh, maybe four years ago. I was at soundcheck. Uh, RP was hosting a show and he said, Hey, you know, there's a, uh, we're going to allow free entries for cyclone. You know, it's mm -hmm. a new class really mm -hmm. starting up and, and getting going. So I went over there, did cyclone with my flat wall that peaked at 47. Now I'm in there blasting 27 hertz for a minute, you know, sub stinking, all oh, that good stanky. stuff. <laughs> but I was hooked, and I watched, uh, uh, I can't remember who the verses was, but they had Brad Beecraft from Teammate Loud against somebody else, and these guys were crushing lows. Like, they were at about a 58 for the minute at 20 hertz. Okay. 
was like, that is what I want. Dang. Yeah, that, that was awesome. Uh, I mean, that's um, – for your, people that haven't seen a Cyclone run, uh, to see it is one thing, but to be there and stand right there behind the driver door and, I mean, just it just rocks your insides. It tickles your ears. Um, it's way cool when somebody plays 20 hertz. And, and it, it's uh, very good as a show promoter. Um, I really focus on the Cyclone guys when they're in the lanes because it is interactive with the crowd. And not mm -hmm. all of the DB drag competition is interactive with the crowd, but Cyclone 100% is. And, and that's one of the things I really, really like about Cyclone. So, um, so that was it. Uh, so you got your first show at an, at an RP show. Um, yep. And, uh, oh, yeah, Jose says, ask Dave Bradshaw. He felt the difference one click away or one click made. <laughs> oh. So, and, and it does. That voltage jump. Yes, it, and it does make a difference uh, when somebody goes a little bit louder. Um, so that was your first show was RPs. Um, is there a show that's your favorite or any of that stuff? Uh, Slamology, and okay. you were the judge. Okay. Oh. Um, you, were had... you one of the guys that hated me? <laughs> no, you you were amazing there. I had no idea what I was doing. I had only done that RP show, and we could use whatever music we wanted. And mm -hmm. Slam was a 3X, and we had right. to use the boom check track. Right. I didn't have it. Um, there was so much mix-up, and you were awesome helping me out in the lanes, and you know, I wound up going to the side, helped me find music. It was just such a good experience. And then uh, when I finally got to go and play, uh, I did my run, and I was like, oh, man, he, he just live-streamed it, too. Uh -huh. So I'm watching that. It was awesome. And then I actually wound up winning uh, oh, Cyclone okay. and Slimeology. Yeah, wow, there you go. Cool. Um, so, yeah, some people weren't happy. That it, we went through 113 cars that day at Slam. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, it, we, we had a good system going. People were rolling through. Um, some people think I'm, I'm really strict on the rules. Um, I try to be as generous as I possibly can without slowing the show down. Um, yes. Uh, but I, I want everybody to know there isn't a judge out there that I've ever met that's just going to say, well, you can't figure it out. You're screwed. Just good luck. You know, right. um, yeah. I'm sure Jeffrey's the same way. He's going to give you an opportunity to learn what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, it is more difficult at something like Slamology, Autorama, or, you know, one of the bigger 3Xs, Spring Break Nationals, stuff like that. It's a little more difficult to do it, but I try to find ways that I can do it. Like, while I'm helping you out, and especially because it's always during qualifying, we do Cyclone. So I'll run a car because it's just qualifying on the other side and I'll step over and I'm like, Hey, look, we need to do this. You need to do this and really try and get you tuned in. So you understand what you're going to do. Um, yeah. and then like, um, another thing that I do slightly different is, um, I really feel that DB drag car audio in general, I, I, you know, I'm DB drag centric, but car audio in general is people, realistically are look at me look at me look what i did and it's them showing their passion their love for for something they created 
that's like a great carpenter that builds a phenomenal house. You know, um, yeah. same type of thing. You guys spend your love, your sweat, your tears, your blood into building these cars to share with other people is the best way I can say it. And so when there's a cyclone run in the lane, that's why I live stream it. That's why I really try to focus. I want the crowd to gather around. And, and I think that's important to everybody involved, not just the competitor, but the show as a whole. You know, um, get the spectators involved, get them to come by and, um, and and hang out and ask you questions about your build. Uh, that That's important because, uh, you know, once again, you know, there's so much involved in how you got to where you are, but they would never know if they didn't ask. They just, oh, that guy has a really loud thing. He must be sponsored or he must be, mm, yeah. uh, you know, he, he, he must be this wizard at building and, you know, he never had to really learn this stuff or, you know, that kind of thing. When they don't understand is, you know, some guys built, uh, I had one guy that started out and he was competing. He was stacking prefab boxes in a van, <laughs> nice. right? <laughs> and, and that was his start. That was old man Mike, right? So old man Mike's start was stacking prefab boxes in a car. Um, then he got he hooked up with people and they helped him design the box and then he spent his time and built the box and you know so um, people would never know that if we don't give them a personal experience with the guy who built it so ho hopefully that makes sense to you guys uh, that's that's definitely my view when I'm running a show or I'm uh, you know, I'm doing any kind of event or somebody's you know competing I really want to showcase the people that are in the lanes because of their passion and their want to share it with everybody. So, um, so yeah, so, so, uh, you did, what was your score at slam? Uh, slam, I believe it was a 55, seven at 27 Hertz. That's, that's a very respectable score. It was, uh, it was three 15 inch level sixes in a six order. On two Pitbull 20Ks wired up, uh, I was clamping, on a burp, I only clamped 10,000 watts. Okay. So they were wired fairly high, or you had extreme mm -hmm. box rise, huh? Yeah. Both. <laughs> a, little yeah. Bit, uh, <laughs> a little bit of both, huh? Yeah. Yeah, that was a learning experience with that car. Everything that could go wrong did. <laughs> All right. So, are, so you're part of Team DC? Yes. Okay. Yeah, and I, I can't thank Rusty enough. Uh, Rusty and Justin have given me so much advice and help, and it, I don't even know what to say. They're, yeah, they're amazing. I definitely probably would have given up on a few things without them. <laughs> Sam Dunn says, I'm his good luck charm in the lanes. <laughs> <laughs> well, you only get to see me once a year, uh, you know, since Slamology's uh, kind of backed out of the deal. Um. But, uh, yeah, so World Finals, you, uh, are you looking forward to this World Finals? Oh, I'm so excited. I mean, the hotel, i seen the link in that, that you posted, and I, I instantly, uh, or maybe it was Wayne, sorry, I can't remember. But, uh, yeah, I instantly got a hotel. I'm like, I got to have one right next to it. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah, before the invite went out, I'm like, I'm going to buy this just in case. I see I got points. Yep. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I'm going to pay for my registration right away. Mm -hmm. <laughs> awesome. Uh, any particular thing you're looking forward to or person or any of that stuff for World Finals? So being a little bit of a newbie, uh, mm -hmm. I really don't know a lot of the names. Um, 
I mean, one person I was really hoping would go would be uh, Bobby Mansfield. I don't know if he's going to make it out I'm not familiar with who that is. So. Um, he's he's one of my inspirations. Uh, okay. You know, he's got the Usaki belts, Mr. 20 Hertz, and all that stuff. And I just, when I was getting into this, I always saw his videos and just the wind killing everything. And it's like, all right. Didn't we you have know, Mr. That's... 20 Hertz on here? So, yeah. Yeah, we did. We did have him on one of the shows. Oh, that's the other thing is uh, Lucas. He's an active contributor. He watches the show often. I mean, I see him posting in the chat and whatnot. I mean, <laughs> him and Sam Dunn are all over it. <laughs> so, yeah, I see you guys in there often. Um, so uh, what, do you, what are your thoughts on this uh, old school meetup? Um, I'm looking forward to it because – like I said, I'm not super familiar with other things, but to get to meet people who uh, helped lay the groundwork and help <laughs> progress everything, like that's yeah, that'd be amazing. Okay, so how how are we doing, uh, Jeffrey and myself, at at introducing some of these people that are going to be at that old school meetup? I mean, do you feel like you've kind of learned a little bit about who they are? And yeah, definitely. Uh, I mean, without this show, I wouldn't be hyped for it at all. Because gotcha. I'd have no idea who they were. I'd be like, oh, okay, great. You know, there's some people at a meetup. Right. <laughs> yeah, we need to yeah, get so... him to write a testimonial. <laughs> <laughs> no, that But that's is... kind of why we do it. You know, we uh, we introduce these people that are going to be at the event. And, you know, maybe it's just like uh, just like a person such as yourself who, who don't know really so much of the big names and – you know, you're like, hey, you know, I, I have a lot in common with, uh, you know, this guy right here. Hey, it'd be mm -hmm. kind of cool to meet him. Hey, I'm definitely going to go and, you know, tell him what's up. So yeah. that's that's cool. I think we did that to Peepo last week. <laughs> did we? Yeah. It opened up a wide, a wide audience of people now well, that's uh, well, I, related I, to Peepo. I don't think Peepo was even going to come. And uh, oh, right. I think he I, I think we've inspired him to come, which is awesome. I mean, it, there's a few different moments. He said, oh, well, now I feel like I have to. Yeah, no, he, <laughs> he texted us when it was over and it was like, hey, that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed being on mm -hmm. the show and uh, I maybe will find us I'll look into this. So which is yeah. awesome. Um, uh, Sam Dunn asked, do these 25th anniversary <laughs> shirts come with the registration for finals? I don't know that directly. Jeffrey, do you know? Um, so they get a goodie bag, right? It's a right. duffel bag, and it, uh, the shirt comes in the duffel bag, and the duffel bag uh, is for uh, the, the people that registered for uh, finals, and they could actually buy extras. So um, you don't necessarily have to what uh, uh, be a competitor at finals. You could just buy the duffel bag, come with all the, uh, the cool goodies, uh, including the shirt. Is that the VIP uh, thing yeah. that Salise was talking about? Yeah, you also get to uh, be in the uh, hospitality suite, VIP status. So <laughs> what more can you want? Yeah. And just for those people that didn't know, uh, we are going to we are planning to um, have Salise on uh, sometime before World Finals. My guess is probably two weeks. Um, let's see. You guys are making me want to go to the old school meetup is what uh, Stussy Cole says. So uh, I hope we're making you want to go to the old school meetup. Um, these are friends of Jeffrey's and mine because uh, we've been doing it so long. We're old folk. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, you know, 
Jose said he had to get back to work, but he keeps chiming in on the chat there. He's going to get in trouble with the boss. I know. Um, but, uh, no, Jose's been on the show a couple of times. He's definitely, um, you know, he, he's, I'm not saying he's new, but he's new on the scene. Um, and he's doing some really cool stuff. You know, he's got his little CNC machine that he really spent some time with. Uh, he's been doing some really cool builds. And then obviously the Black Widow, right, which is what you're going against as far as World Finals goes. And uh, it would be awesome. Uh, I will tell you, the way qualifying works at World Finals, since this will be your first World Finals, if Jose were to show up there, because you, my guess is you would have more points than Jose because he's only attended so many shows. But whoever has the most points qualifies last. So he mm. would have to show you his number before you even went up there. Oh, so he has more points than I do. So oh, does I have he? To go before him. Huh? So, so if you have less points than Jose, then you would have to show your number before he got up there. Oh. And you can't sandbag in a cyclone. You just, you got to let a it one rip. And done. Oh, it's, it's a one it's and done. So, time. yeah. Oh, yeah. You got to send it <laughs> for sure. Justin, I if you're expanded. watching this, if you're watching this, Justin, bring recones. <laughs> I yeah. have eight going with me. There you there go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. So what if they tie? Do they get to go again? Or, well, obviously, they, they got to have a winner, right? Yeah. So uh, we did have a tie. At, didn't we have that one at the West Coast uh, Finals? Hmm. I did have a tie at one of my events, yeah. and, and we did a uh, rerun of the whole run. Oh, rerun. So you, okay. you so you just rerun the whole one minute, and um, actually I can't remember who it was with, but we ended up having a winner by one tenth of a point. Wow. So oh, wow. they they both played twenty hertz both times, and uh, one guy got an extra tenth out of it. And so, yeah, so we did have a tie. I don't remember what show it was, but I did have a tie in Cyclone, and we had to rerun the event or rerun those two gentlemen. So if we had, like, um, a tie with two competitors, do you think we could just do, like, a head-to-head? -head? No, because remember how the Term Lab works. Only one sensor is active for Cyclone. I thought Wayne said he was going to try to fix that, and we were talking about let's get all four lanes going well, at the same the, time. The, the opportunities there in deathmatch, right? Right. So we can set up a deathmatch run, yeah, and do it like that. Speaking of deathmatch, ten minutes at my last show. Ooh, that's sick. I see yeah. it. Yeah. So, um, sorry for the people that were trying to watch it live. The um, people were tripping over my cords and unplugging my camera. <laughs> they were unplugging my my tv screen oh dude it was it was all not good mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. um but uh ray maestas ended up winning it with 149.8 um getting the thousand dollars so nice. congratulations to ray maestas for getting that oh yeah um you know and then like i said this weekend i've already got 1135 dollars uh towards the west coast finale so Somebody that's already qualified for that, you had to have at least four Sonic FX shows since the Autorama event. And if you are qualified for that, um, we're my guess is we're going to give out between twenty five hundred and three thousand um, dollars on Sunday. So that's good. Thomas thing. Van is in the chat and uh, 
Steve Emlobello said that he created <laughs> our audio. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. So, okay, we need to get that guy on the show. He created what? Ultimate the, uh, the audio app. Yeah. Oh, so Thomas Van's the guy. All right, cool. Thomas, hit us up in the um, private <laughs> messenger or whatever. Um, and uh, we would love to talk to you about your app. Uh, I've never even yeah. heard of it. Jeffrey said he uses it. So, and Lucas, right? You, you're familiar with it? Yes, I am. <laughs> he says, oh. that, yes, he's the guy. He's the guy. <laughs> no, that, that hey, cool. uh, updates for iPhone, please. <laughs> updates, oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, iPhone updates are so hard to keep up with. Oh, good yeah. Lord. Yeah. I, I have a program I, run, I use for running bowling tournaments. And. Uh, since the new 15.8 or whatever, the emergency iPhone update that you had to do and they like the next day. Um, yeah, it really messed up that app bad. So, um, yeah, updates for the iPhones, please. <laughs> <laughs> um, so World Finals, you got the old school meetup. Um, Jose Ramos, definitely awesome guy would be great to meet and i'm sure he'd he'd love to meet you too uh uh just because you guys have a shared passion in what you do and uh oh yeah uh and like i said i i honestly i have not seen your vehicle in person um i do know jose ramos's vehicle uh he does there's times where he spends a lot of time making it look really nice and then other times when he just throws it together for a show so, um, <laughs> I go through a bit of that myself. Um, I'm not going to do all of my finishing work. I finished one door. I did a ton of wood grain and staining and all of that all throughout my wall, but, uh, okay. I'm ripping it all out. Oh, rebuilding. oh really? Yeah. Not till after finals. Um, oh, after okay. finals. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm fairly new with some of this and this was my first really big build. Um, I thought I could get away with, uh, just some kind of fake birch, you know, like the oh. Home Depot Menard <laughs> stuff, all of that. So it's a bunch of layers of that, about 18 braces and about 72 buys. Okay. And I'm flexing everywhere. So you didn't go with steel. I did not, and I will be. <laughs> there you go. You live and you learn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so when Jeffrey was competing, what we would do is we would take multiple layers of MDF, some two by fours and then concrete, then more MDF. And uh, <laughs> there wasn't a lot of people using steel. Uh, we had right. um, that guy in uh, Hanford, I believe, that had the plexiglass loading wall, right? Um, I know Owens did the uh, loading wall. Yeah. Uh, what was his Scott name? Um, the guy out of Hanford. Uh, the one that shot did 171 or as something. Avito? As a veto, yeah. So as a veto did the plexiglass loading wall for a little while. Um, <laughs> another guy did a steel loading wall, right? So um, there's just um, evolutions in the car audio market, you know. Um, yeah. I, I've never I, – I did build my 56 Pontiac that I did build. I used angle brace around the outside of the box, and he – Anytime I had a panel bigger than 12 inches, I put angle brace around it. Um, but that was, dude, that was back in like 2003, 2004. So that was a long time ago. 
kind of makes you think like what's next so they're using you know steel what are, what are they going to do next titanium titanium Holy ivy crap. <laughs> you could wind up with a steel and concrete wind up with a 27,000 pound van huh Jesus. Is in here? <laughs> <laughs> um uh uh what were you, what was your how much did your rabbit weigh, Jeff? I never weighed it. Oh, you I didn't. Don't know. So yeah. so I built a CRX for Extreme. It was an Extreme One CRX uh, <clears throat> back when we created the Extreme One class, and I believe our CRX came in at like just under six thousand pounds. Jeez. That's really heavy for a CRX. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, um, I know we put like a little four inch or five inch I beams from the axle to the body of the vehicle and we bent the axle. So, oh, wow. <laughs> so it, <laughs> it didn't move very well on its own because DB drag rules say it has to be able to move on its own. It doesn't say how far I bet <laughs> you that car wouldn't go further than wow. maybe 10, 15 feet before the axles would start doing the walking out. <laughs> So, um, yeah, so, yeah, as far as the evolution goes, I don't even, I mean, I'm sure somebody's going to come up with something that's going to be yeah, a game changer. You know, like BroBox there, you know, I see BroBox right there, yeah. <laughs> BroBox might come up with something. RP, yeah, RP's never know. trying to, right? RP's trying to develop something new. You never know. I mean, the, who, who had the black Volvo? Was that the Finland? Um, Was that Hal? Or no, or was it Alan Dante or no? No, 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 no. The, it was out yeah. of Finland or Norway or something or Denmark. It might have been Hal. Um, might have been Hal. They were one of the first guys to um, to modify the humidity inside the vehicle to improve Jeez. their SPL score. Yeah. And uh, yeah. I, I remember judging their car at World Finals, and um, they hit their number, and we had to do our inspection. And for our inspection, you have to check for the uh, subwoofer. At that time, you were only allowed dual voice coils. Quads were not allowed in this class. Right. So we pulled off the inspection panel so you can see inside the uh, box. And all of the motors on every one of his subwoofers were sheared off and laying in the bottom of his box. What? So that's how much force he was creating inside that box. Wow. So, I mean, that, that was, that was freaking awesome. Um, uh, Tom, you can either message Jeffrey or myself. It doesn't matter. Just message one of us and we will get back with you. Um, Colin Hartwick is watching Melissa Hall. Oh, there she is. Um, she says, thank you for the app. Yeah, we'll get, we'll definitely get him on there. Uh, Elijah Bellatui. I've destroyed that name. Uh, <laughs> Steve Labello. Oh, uh, we're asking who owned the and created the ultimate car audio. Oh, he's the one who must have tagged Thomas on that thing. So, uh, thank you, sir. Um, who was that again? That was no Steve. Steve, thank you very much. We appreciate that. We're always looking for great and interesting content for World Finals or for sorry for uh, this week in car podcast. audio. Yeah, the podcast. Gotta say too, uh, 
Steve has been a huge part of me actually growing in this also. He's put up with a lot of dumb questions. Okay. He's helped <laughs> me with a lot of stuff. Um, great guy, you know, uh, introduced me to the team Flopbox guys. No longer with him. Um, just, we were too, we lived too far apart, you know, five, okay. six hours. Um, but yeah, Steve, tremendous help, you know, and uh, shameless plug here. Uh, SNA Auto Security in River Grove. Best alarms you're going to get. I won't in put Chicago else on. Or in yep. uh, Illinois? In Chicago. Oh, okay, in Chicago. Chicago. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, so so with that being said, um, what were some of your dumb questions? I mean, because so so <laughs> you realize they're dumb, but people may be watching this and aren't as versed as you, so share us with us some of your dumb questions. All right, well, maybe maybe they're not all dumb questions but see little things happen all the time even just this past week so okay uh, i lost all power to my passenger door and he said hey stop by the shop whenever you want and uh i swear i went in and checked all the fuses mm -hmm. i show up there so he trusts me on that first mistake <laughs> and uh you know he's he's got a scanner and he's reading to make sure everything's communicating because it's a 2012 escalade Okay. So he's running through, making sure it's all communicating, all of that. Spends a bunch of time, we both do, with that. And then uh, pops open the fuse panel, and it's the very first fuse that I thought I checked. <laughs> <laughs> you know? so, uh, but, uh, yeah, it's just been a lot of small stuff. Uh, when diodes were really coming into play with alternators, you have no idea how many times I contacted him to say, hey, which diode was it again? Or uh, which way does the line go? <laughs> <laughs> But but that's um, so you met him through the car audio right at a show or something like that and that's where it all started right. Yep. And, yeah, the the very first show. Yeah, and, and that's what uh, some of these people that haven't been to a show or haven't even reached out to talk to somebody at a show, um, more than most of these people will love to talk to you. This is their passion, and they want to help. I mean, have you? found that to be typical in your area too a hundred percent yeah yeah um i think your base shook the alarm brain and lock stopped working oh, we no. fixed that oh, at yeah. a show <laughs> yep <laughs> yeah he's he's awesome uh I, nothing worked with my alarm and yeah he we're at a show and he's like ah let me take a look at it real quick i'm like dude we're at a show he's like don't worry about it i got jumped that. in there nice. reset everything fixed it Good yeah. to go. Yeah, for us out here in California, Jay's Alarms, I mean, that guy's uh, 31 years doing it. Um, phenomenal guy. Uh, I, same as you. Like, I'll call Jay. Jay. Dude, it won't turn on. He goes, <laughs> did you push this and this? Yes. Okay, hold these two buttons and stand on your left foot. It worked. <laughs> I mean – you know, uh, that that's the kind of, you know, like I said, and I would never know Jay if I wasn't part of this car audio world, you know. So yeah. um, I'm sure Jeffrey has his uh, people. So did you know Roger outside of car audio before, Jeffrey? No. Yeah. No. So, I mean, and what's funny was uh, he used, uh, uh, used to be a funeral director. So <laughs> it's not like, uh, you know, I would have seen him on the street or something like that. Or I might have, but, you know. But, but, I mean, look, and now Jeffrey works with him. He's a good friend of Jeffrey's for many years. Um, yeah. He was part of Team XSSPL. 
built many cars with him because uh, XS SPL, um, they were one of those teams that they would build cars together. So, you know, that, I that, liked it. Yeah. And, yeah. And, and, and but you guys were in a pretty small geographic area, too. Right, Jeff? Uh, pretty much like Southern California, Southern yeah. California area. Yeah. Yeah. So was uh, Jacob Fincher on your team? Yeah. Oh, he was? Yeah. All yeah, right. he was on the team. Okay. <laughs> um, and, and yeah, because Jacob's not a builder by any means. And then you had Chad. And, and you know, yeah. and that's the other thing, too, is when you get minds like Chad's and um, uh, Chad Geary and Roger mm -hmm. Bridges together. Yeah. Man, it's just amazing what comes out of their heads as far oh, as yeah. development and seeing what how to make your car louder and yeah uh, chad's still doing it he's uh he's in the game he's probably uh built a big percentage of the uh guys uh vehicles down there in socal so i actually just talked to chad today actually <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's a little on the shy side so he's not interested in coming on the program no, uh, no. but no Ch <laughs> chad's a and, and chad's a smart dude um he actually uh, one year, um, I, I can't remember who it was. Somebody did something about uh, no wall, and they're like, yeah, truck's going to win no wall. It's going to be a van or a truck. And he goes, all right. And so he built himself a four-door yeah. Toyota or something like that, or a Corolla. Is that a Corolla? A, a little Honda, little Honda yeah. a Civic. Build him a little Honda Civic and go whoop some ass. <laughs> just to show them. <laughs> yeah, just to be, you know, this. yeah, you say this is all that can happen? Let me show you, son. <laughs> so um, what are your plans in the future, Mr. Lucas? What do you got looking forward to here? Uh, rip this out and do a nice cage and really just try to get everything I can out of this build. Mm -hmm. um, other than that, um, you know, uh, I've tried working with some people to possibly sponsor some shows. Okay. Um, I just want to go and I want to see – shows everywhere like i wanted to be out by you guys this this year i want to see all the different builds try to soak in as much as i can okay um you're always welcome to come out i would suggest the autorama show we get all right huge huge uh response um we get people coming from all over the place to come to autorama that's going to be the last weekend of may i believe is when we have it scheduled for um with that being said it, it'll be a 5x weekend so it'll help you with nope. your points um you know or so like uh lucas uh paddle i think would uh fly out and just take pictures at the show every year for a long time so um ray used to come down and judge it with me every once in a while um jeffrey's been there helped me judge it before uh he's been there and competed competed yeah <laughs> yeah so, I mean, he's been on all aspects of that Autorama. The Autorama is actually a really cool show, too, because they have, like, Chip Foose there or Graveyard Cars or uh, somebody. Roger Barris was there one time or whatever his name is. Just Barris, the guy who made the Batman car. He was there. Um, and, and like I said, if you bring your vehicle, it exposes so many people because we're right at the entrance and 30,000 people are going to walk by your car in a weekend i mean nice. that's phenomenal you don't get that very often right no definitely not <laughs> I, it sounds like regardless if i can or can't bring the vehicle yeah i should stop out there yes and, and as far as demos go 
dude there's it's a it's a non-stop demo <laughs> yeah that's I, I won't lie that's some of the toughest thing is uh this year with this build i i get stuck in fun mode and i just want a demo mm -hmm. i've missed out on so many demos and i absolutely love i will take a demo from anybody okay. i love getting demos i want to experience as many people's builds as possible and it and it doesn't have to be a wall of eighteen eighteens or anything like that. No. I mean two twelves in your trunk. If you're willing to give a demo, guys like Lucas, they, hey, and you're proud of your build and that's what you did. They're there to encourage that. And oh yeah, because hey, because he was there at one point, obviously, right? Yeah. Yep. So yeah, a few years ago. <laughs> <laughs> so so but but. You know, like I tell everybody, um, very, very, very few, uh, especially on the West Coast. I don't do much on the East Coast, so I don't really know. But on the West Coast, if you walk up to somebody's car and ask them for a demo, at worst, they're going to tell you, hey, let me do my qualifying run, and then I'll do give you a demo because they're yep. saving battery for a cyclone run or something like that. But if you ask them, almost always they are going to give you demos. And I'm sure that's the same with you out there in uh, Texas, right, Jeff? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, as long as, you know, you're, you're good about it, uh, you know, you're, uh, you know, you're just not rushing them to, hey, give me this demo now. Or, you know, you're just being cool. Hey, when you get a chance, you know, can I jump in for a demo? Hey, that's cool. You know, um, a lot that can go a long way, you know, not just with demos. If, if you have a question about, hey, how are you so much louder than, than me? You know, yep. just the way you come at uh, different people, hey, you know, they'll be more than willing to share the knowledge, from my experience anyways. <laughs> Justin Stolman, uh, the sponsor of the podcast here, jumps in. He's got the 99.9 .9 dB class. He said, I got that on <laughs> <No> lockdown. <way>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's great. Um, uh, do you have a show coming up this weekend, Lucas? I mean, it's the final um, week for points, and mm -hmm. I'm not sure if I'm gonna make it out there or not. Uh, I gotta see how the work week goes. Um, but I was gonna try to make it to the Michigan State Finals. Oh, cool! And uh, is that a Wyatt event again? Um, no, I don't know who's judging over there. It's a two X. Okay. Um, the multi org. Um, hmm. not sure who's judging. I I didn't see the name on uh, the Facebook post. Okay. Uh, are you going to attend any other world finals, just DB Drag or DB Drag USAC? What, which ones? Uh, just DB Drag. Just DB Drag. Um, Were you planning to do uh, any other formats, like a uh, base race or top dog? or? I did DB plan drag? on it. Um, but with the new build and complications, uh, I, I'm not the most knowledgeable person. I had a lot of help trying to, you know, like – diagnose things uh i tried over 20 different port combinations and had to rip everything apart mm. and rebuild every time for the most part um <laughs> so it took me away from a lot of other shows okay so so you don't have the points for top dog or cyclone at world or top dog or base race at world finals right no not yet not at all okay unfortunately um, uh oh, death match do you are is, are we gonna do a death I'll match do death do you match. Yeah, that sounds like it would be good. Like, uh, it'd be just like Cyclone demo. I, I guarantee there will be a death match. Uh, yeah, that man. is one of Wayne's favorite um, things. And for anybody that's watching or listening and they're interested in death match, the minute you show up to the show, find Wayne and yeah. tell him 
because we we have to limit it to so many people. So yeah, if right. you're if you're into it and interested in deathmatch, find Wayne and let him know right away that you're interested in deathmatch. I think the guy who won the uh, the East Coast was like an alternate, what? right? He was. Yeah, he was an alternate. So you know they had the guys that they wanted, and they were like, okay, if these people don't make it, you know, we go with this alternate group. And mm-hmm. the guy who ended up winning was a was an alternate. So hey, you never know. So that that's cool, um, and, and I I'm kind of curious to see how many of the old school rides show up. We may have an old school death match, what? which would be awesome. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, that'd be so cool. It would be. Um, you know, I I don't know what Wayne plans to do. Um, also with some of the old things we used to do is we would have a one death match for each category, so we would have a yeah. stock. We'd have a super, oh, street, super street and we'd yeah. have an extreme death match. So we would have three death matches um, at the event at world finals. So that's some of the stuff we have done in the past and which I, I'm, my guess is Wayne may be bringing some of that back for that for world finals. Um, I, I'm totally jazzed for world finals. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I'm not going to be home all of October. I'm going to, I'm going <laughs> to feel like Jeffrey all jet, you know, jet oh, lifestyle. No <laughs> um, you know, I got I got to go to Ve or go to um, Texas, right? You're coming to Texas. Yeah, I got to go to uh, World Finals, Kentucky. Then right. the following week, I got to be in Vegas for the week, and then the following week after that is my daughter's wedding, and then the following week after that, I got to go somewhere up north for another bowling tournament. So, hmm. um, you know, I'm not going to be home. I'm going to be home like. 12 days of the entire month of uh, October. Sounds like a fun month, though. Oh, it does. <laughs> I, I, all I hear are dollar signs, um, either going <laughs> out or coming in. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, my daughter getting married, I'm sure, is not cheap oh, for me. Yeah. <laughs> and, I'd imagine that. And, and I'm not going to ask my wife how much she's spending either. So. <laughs> That's better off that way. Yeah, congratulations to it her. is. So um, yeah, so we'll be out there in uh, uh, Dallas. Um, you know, I might have to stop by and see Jeffrey during that time. I don't know if he's yeah, around. sure, that'd um, be cool. Maybe introduce Jeffrey to my uh, pro bowling buddies, um, Alan Riley. I'm gonna go definitely go see Alan Riley because uh, we're supposed to go see um, possibly some of the Hall of Fame guys out there uh, that Damn. live in that area. Um, you know, hey, take some video. Uh, I might have to uh, lace them up and see what it looks like. You know what I mean? <laughs> Against <laughs> some, some of the top guys of the world. Um, so no, that's cool. Um, other than that, you know, like I said, that's a super busy month. I'm looking forward to. It. I know Jeffrey. I mean, Jeffrey's got two shows coming up this weekend, right, Jeff? Well, uh, uh, just, Audio does, right? Right. Right. Uh, just the one. Well, yeah, it might be. Uh, I think Andy's got one over there, too. So I, I thought yeah. I saw one in SoCal this weekend. Oh, there. Um, I think that's another org. Another oh, is it another organization? Yeah. Oh, yeah. OK. All right. I just I, I happen to catch something. I don't go on Facebook very much, um, usually just on Mondays to sort all this stuff out for the show. Um, mm-hmm. Might pop in every once in a while to check on my bowling stuff. But, uh, you know, I, I'd rather be fishing than Facebooking. So, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so you're going to finals, right, Lucas? Yeah. Um, 
I think the first couple of finals or maybe uh, that I've gone to. Um, so there's this competitor party, right? And then I used to think, you know, hey, I'm too cool to do the competitor party, but you know, you're going no, to this I'll finals. Yeah, you got to be there for sure. <laughs> so yeah, don't, uh, you know, think that you're going to be, uh, that you're going to pass on this year's uh, competitor party. I want you Definitely to go and uh, experience it since it's your first time. And and hopefully you'll have a bunch of memories like we do. So, yeah, I definitely plan on doing that. My whole goal is to not drink too much, though, because I really don't drink much. So I really don't want to face all of Sunday really hungover. So I will tell you, <laughs> if you forget what happens at the party, nobody else ever will. And they will remind you of it the following day. And the rest of my life. That's right. So I, I promise you, if you don't remember it, someone will. Just keep that in mind. And there will be videos and pictures of yeah. it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. Um, the competitor party, another thing I'm really looking forward to. Uh, it's a great opportunity to sit down and actually meet the people that you're competing against. Yeah. And, and I mean – Moses will tell you he sat down with uh, Dan Horner and they got a connection, you know, yeah. um, pop tart, pop tart connected with all kinds of people when he was out here. Um, it, it, it's really cool. And like I said, um, some of my favorite people, I, the twins from Canada. Awesome. Don Hebig, me and him talk on the phone, whatever. He's dude. He's a smart guy. Um, if nobody, if you guys haven't seen the podcast we did with uh, Don Hebig, DB Don, go back and watch that. Um, uh, only thing is, let me warn you ahead of time, it is a little on the technical side. I was trying to dumb it down to like normal no. people talk, <laughs> <laughs> but I know I didn't do a great job of it. But it definitely go listen to what Don has to say. He, he's a really smart dude. Uh, same with. Um, uh, Nathan Munson. I mean, dude, it, it, if you get an opportunity, Nathan Munson, awesome. Well, what's his Apex Audio or Audio, audio Apex? Apex. Audio yeah. Apex and uh, Cab. Right. So, yep. Um, I've seen just, him around plenty. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, um, definitely, like I said, um, and if you guys just want to meet these people and aren't a competitor, fly on out to Louisville or um, Owensboro, Owensboro and uh, come and check this place out. I mean, it, it's, it's we're trying to do something special here. I, I really believe that. Uh, I'm sure Jeffrey does, too. Um, and, and like I said, uh, looking forward to it, looking forward to meeting up with some old friends and making new ones. One hundred percent. Well, you definitely are doing something great because everybody I've talked to, I was going to go last year without a vehicle. Uh -huh. Everybody I've talked to, they said, no matter if you have a vehicle going or not, you definitely need to go. Absolutely. Uh, and, and like I said, I hope this podcast helps uh, people see and understand and maybe even meet uh, some of the people that are going to be there, like yourself and Moses and Peepo and Norass. And mm -hmm. all the other guys, you know, um, Shaker, Shaker, really cool dude. Um, you'll never regret meeting that guy. And, and some of these guys are like, man, I don't know if I want to go at the Riley brothers, man, they are a hoot. I'm just saying 
Um, I'm sure if you saw the podcast, um, the Hoot thing, uh, you, you see a lot of people say, oh, yeah, I can't wait to see the, the Riley brothers again. And, and that seems to be a common sentiment. Um, all right, so what do you got going on? Uh, fly out my Cali people, says uh, Rosa. They're driving out there. Uh, like I said, the Cali guys are so good at base race, top dog, and cyclone. Um, would love to see them show up and do the best they can. Um, anyway, uh, so maybe a show next weekend for you and then just a calm period right before World Finals, right, sir? I have a lot of other work I want to do okay. and, uh, on the, the cabin of my vehicle. All right. Um, oh, just so everybody knows, I got a flight from SFO out to uh, Kentucky for $288 round trip. Nice. So um, the round trip is not super expensive. That was on Breeze Airlines. I never heard of them. My wife yeah. says we probably <laughs> shouldn't fly that, but $288 round trip, it's going to cost me more to park at SFO than that. Yeah. So they're like $48 a day for parking. Oh, so. oh wow. <laughs> Welcome to the Bay Area. But yeah, flights are pretty cheap right now. Yeah, go if you guys are wanting to fly out there, uh, check it out and uh, see. Uh, I think it's like a lot of the uh, uh, like Frontier and Spirit. Yep. I mean, there there are a lot of the uh, least expensive uh, uh, airlines. I got to fly Frontier about a week ago for my first time, and uh, it wasn't that bad at all. No. And the uh, the tickets were inexpensive, so. Yeah, so keep, it's worth keep, it. It's you know, it's worth it. Just check it out. Yep. So Jeffrey, want to hit him with our final question for him, sir? Yes, uh, Team DC Lucas. Uh, what is your definition of a base head? Anybody with a passion for it. I mean, it's uh, it's hard to really label anything on it because I've seen everybody from having a 12-inch subwoofer with a completely blown-out surround on it, just tape holding it together. <laughs> that you know they're sitting there waiting to pick the right song so they could start their drive or pausing a song to pull up on people um, to people with outrageous builds of 1515s. It's just about passion. Passion. Definitely. Um, obviously, you have that passion. I uh, love to see that. And always remember, um, enthusiasm is contagious. Uh, I don't care what you do. If you love jet skiing, your enthusiasm for jet skiing is contagious. Same with car audio. Share it with somebody. You're going to find that they appreciate your feelings and thoughts on the car audio. And um, I'm sure Jeffrey can attest too. I have never had somebody come do a, a car audio event. Doesn't matter, USAC, DB Drag, IASCO, whatever. They have never come to an event and left it going. Well, that's exactly what I thought it was. It was. <laughs> they, they always go, wow, that was kind of cool. It, I, I didn't even realize that that kind of world was out there. So, um, but anyway, like I said, uh, that's really cool. Please invite somebody to a show. Uh, Jeffrey, what do you got coming up? Let's talk about you real quick. Uh, this Saturday. Uh, you know, this weekend is the uh, last chance for points for DB Drag Finals. Mm -hmm. uh, so we're throwing a triple point event um, Saturday, September 10th, Crossfire Car Audio, 4 p.m. start time, uh, sponsored by uh, Brobox. 
I'm um, just going to have another fun one. Sweet. Uh, that That's uh, going to be your last chance in that area for yes. uh, points for World Finals or to try and win the points championship, <coughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Um, some of the guys, some of the competitors, uh, well, actually, I just talked to one uh, today, Julius, Mac Johnson the uh third. -huh. Uh, he's really gunning for uh, the points championship in Cyclone. So I know he's he's up there. I think Moses was kind of creeping on him for a little bit. So he was a little worried, but uh, we we're doing the math, and uh, it seems like I think uh, Julius might be a lock for uh, Cyclone points uh, points leader. All right. <laughs> uh, that's cool. Um and for me, uh, this weekend, as we do every single year, uh, at the end of the, the final day of uh, points, we have our 3X. Uh, we're bringing back paying out the competitors. So we collected $5 from every first entry uh, at every show I did this year again. And now we're going to give it back. So that equaled $1,135. So I got that. And then it'll be a $70 entry fee for those that have qualified. If you haven't got the four Sonic FX shows, the entry fee is only $35. But if you did qualify, of that $70, $35, it doesn't matter if it's your first, second, third entry, they're all $70. But 35 of that $70 goes into the prize fund and adds to it. And like I said, I expect to see between $2,500 and $3,000 um, nice. for that prize fund that we're going to give back to people at the end of the show. Um, if somebody's in your class and they didn't qualify for the money and they beat you, that place just gets eliminated when we hand out the money. So if you get second to somebody that beat you, but they didn't qualify for the money, you get first place money. So, um, seems fair. Yeah. It, it, it's to pay back the people that have helped out with the show. Also, there is another show down in Fresno. Uh, that's about three and a half hours South of where we're at. And um, that is going to be on the same day. That is a benefit, uh, help our heroes. Uh, if you guys are gonna compete in the DB Drag Up North, uh, it'd be awesome if you guys sent something back down there to um, Ray Aragon, uh, Ray Pimley, and Chemo are doing a multi-org event down in Fresno. Uh, but if you guys wanna support the, the cause that they have, and I'm not sure, I know it's called Help Our Heroes, so I'm not sure what it supports, but I do know it's a, a benefit for um, service of some kind. And if you guys want to support them, get a hold of uh, get a hold of Ray, Ray, or Chemo, and they'll help you get in touch with whoever we have to to get that. Um, and if you aren't going to be able to make it to Sacramento, make it down to Fresno. If you're coming up from Bakersfield, Sacramento's a little too far away. Hey, stop come from Fresno and go and get points and compete there in uh, Fresno. Uh, that's going to be at Ray Aragon's shop. It should be really cool. Um, uh, like I said, uh, we're going to make a push after World Finals for the Autorama for the West Coast. That's going to be our next big push for shows other than our uh, Toys for Tots. Oh, this weekend uh, in Sacramento, we're going to be back at Brian Nyman's shop. So it's going to be a Sunday morning, 9.30 start, so we can get a uh, – so we're trying to limit the heat. It was 117 out here in Sacramento today. Wow. Um, <laughs> so – but just so you know, uh, on Sunday, uh, the high heat for the day is only going to be 90. So that's 27 degrees oh, lower. Holy. Well, it's 27 <laughs> degrees lower than the day. <laughs> How's the humidity on it? 
Uh, actually, our <laughs> humidity is only like uh, 38% or something. So it's not we're Must not real nice. humid out here. Um, but the heat, good Lord. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, but yeah, uh, if you can make it to the Nyman's shop, you know, Nyman's is open and we encourage people to come by, hang out, um, demo, all that stuff. We don't have any problems with anybody. And if you can't go help support, um, uh, uh, the IASCA and USAC event out at Ray shop in Fresno. And like I said, if you guys still want to support their show, but you're coming to DB drag, uh, shoot. Ray Aragon, Ray Pimley, or Chemo uh, message and let them know and, and they'll help you figure out how to support them. Um, if you guys want to support us, remember to uh, support the people that support you or support the stuff you like, like down below us. We got uh, Stolman Transport LLC, lots of Watts uh, lifestyle apparel. Um, so Justin's in the uh, comment section right there. So talk to um, talk to Justin, message him, whatever you got to do. But please, um, like I said, if you get an opportunity or you guys want to support, you can either hit us up and give us a tip right above Jeffrey and myself. You also in the uh, description of the podcast. Then, uh, or you can sponsor the sponsors who support, or you can help by purchasing from the sponsors who support the show. Um, once again, I that's good for us this week i'm not sure who we're going to have next week if it's going to be salise or someone else that's going to be at the old school meetup but we'll get that figured out shortly and uh we will see you guys next week same time same or different day same time we'll be back to mondays at 5 30 p.m california time the only time that does matter and we will be back uh, with another guest. And once again, we want to thank Team DC Lucas for popping in. Jeffrey, thank you for your time, sir. And uh, we are out of here. Whoa, whoa.